What's up? It's Devi Jemjung here for All My Friends Are In Bar Bands for the third last time of 2016. Yeah, I uh, am just getting towards the end here. We have just a couple more episodes to go after this. Uh, so this is up now. And then next Tuesday, we are going to be hitting you with a double feature, a big a final blow for the year with two of my absolute favorite guests that we've had on the podcast thus far. First up is going to be Alex and Otto from Sleep Makes Waves. We recorded this when they were on tour with the Contortionist and Tangled Thoughts of Leaving back in August. Uh, two really, really wonderful people that have just been absolutely crushing it with their band uh, throughout this year and uh, are about to uh, embark on album number three, which will be out in 2017. So please keep an eye out for that. And also, we had a chat with Steve and Zach from Pup, uh, the absolutely wonderful Canadian punk band who released one of the most acclaimed albums of the year in The Dream Is Over. They came to Australia in October for a headlining tour and also an appearance at the Yours and Owls Festival in Wollongong. So, with that, I uh, caught up with the guys and had the very first Canadians on the podcast which was an absolute delight. After that episode goes up, the day after that episode goes up, I'm going to be uh, releasing a poll and asking you guys what your favourite episodes were for 2016. You can vote as many times as you like for as many episodes as you like. It is open slather. After a few weeks, I'm going to compile the top 10 and take excerpts from all of them and do a special episode of the 10 best episodes of 2016. And I'm, I'm very much looking forward to sharing that with you. And I'm very much looking forward to hearing your feedback. Oh, and we've got so many cool acts coming up in 2017. I'm very, very excited to be sharing that with you. But before we get into this week's episode, I just want to reiterate that this is a fan-supported and listener-supported podcast, supported by people just like you. If every single person that listened to this podcast donated $1 a month, uh, we will be able to sort out all of our finances on keeping this podcast up and running and making it happen every month and every week for the next two years. So please, 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 if you have any spare change, please consider... Uh, being a patron for this podcast. It doesn't go unnoticed and it really does not go unappreciated. For more information, you can head over to patreon.com slash barbands. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash B-A-R-B-A-N-D-S. That leads us nicely into this week's episode. It is with Wollongong band The Pinheads. You might have seen these guys around causing a little bit of trouble here and there over the past year or so. They are a septet garage rock band uh, that always provide a very wild, very entertaining live show. They've just dropped a new single. Their debut album is coming out in 2017 and they are going on tour in January. I was approached by uh, Adam, uh, the wonderful Adam Smith from Yours and Owls. Uh, who you would know if you listened to the Yours and Owls podcast from earlier this year. And he wanted to see if the Pinheads were interested in having a chat for the podcast and... I said absolutely, they said absolutely, and we hooked it up. 
I was expecting two, maybe three of them to turn up, and uh, we ended up with five of them. So there are five people <laughs> sitting around a table uh, out the back of uh, the Little Prince in Wollongong. So it is a little chaotic at times. Sometimes it's a bit difficult to hear everyone, and yeah, the noise does get a bit in there. But uh, I've sticky taped the whole fucking thing together just to see if it'll work. So, <laughs> I, I, that's something I, I think the, the band would approve of. It is kind of garagey in its own little sense. So, uh, let's see how you deal with this little lo-fi beauty. Ladies and gentlemen, let's have a chat with the Pinheads. You! Happy holidays, everybody. friends from Bob Ants. Today, I would like to introduce you to my friends, the Pinheads. Hello! <laughs> that was beautiful. Introduce yourselves, friends. Uh, I'm Zay. I'm Jez. Kimbo. Tanya. And then Luke's doing the pool or something. Oh, he's coming. There he is. There he is. It was a quick one. <laughs> a quick one while he's away. Uh, we are here at the Little Prince in Wollongong, and uh, we're catching up with all of the various Pinheads after their... Uh, their day job, so... What do, you, what do you do when you're not a pinhead, Jazz? Me? Yeah? Uh, go rock climbing. Oh, yeah? Sailing and stuff like that. <laughs> so that's what I've been up to today in the sun. Yeah. Nice day? Yeah. Stay for it? Yeah. <laughs> then I, like, record some other bands and stuff, too, on the side. Oh, sick. Just mates and stuff, yeah. <laughs> Have you been working today, Tanya? No, I used to work um, as a cook, and um, it's really crazy hours. I don't know how people do that job all the time. Yeah, it's hectic. But um, I, I just work when I need money, and then I just live off that. And then if I'm poor again, I just find another short-term job. It's a good philosophy to have. Can't yeah. argue with that. Can't argue with that. It's been a pretty busy year for you guys. Uh, I think the first time I got to see you this year was uh, on the tour with uh, Totally Unicorn and Bat Kiss, which was yeah. a pretty phenomenal triple header, if I do say so myself. How did that hook up? Like, uh, have you guys known the Unicorn guys for a while? Or yeah, we were a bit reluctant at first because we didn't think we'd suit. Just because the genres are so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. We used, like, kind of grew up. We used to go watch him like play at yours and ours and stuff. Yeah, totally. And it was like the best show ever. And I guess like it happened through Tillman or something like that. So we're just like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a matchmaker that Tillman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matchmade in heaven. Exactly. Yeah. And then they just became our daddy. <laughs> so it worked out well. And you guys have toured fairly extensively this year. You get to play a bunch of pretty awesome shows. Like, uh, how's, it, how's it been, like, uh, picking up the momentum now that the EP's out and you got this new song on the way as well and, and plenty more touring to come after that as well? Yeah. This year seems to be pretty slow. We worked a fair while on the album. Like, tried to spend a fair while doing it. Yeah. But, like, the year before seemed like there was a lot more happening. Yeah. But I guess it's worthwhile for when it gets out. We can do it for stuff. I don't know. I guess, like, also at the start of the year, we did, like, all of January and a bit of February with uh, Washington State. Yeah. Oh, sick. Did, did, like, so many shows with that. Yeah. Like, regional shows as well. Mm. Really good. 
Picks up again pretty soon as well, like, yeah. be, which would be pretty awesome. Yeah. We got we a tour with Drunk Mountains in January. Yeah. That that just spells trouble for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that can that can only end in tears. <laughs> oh no, it'll be fantastic. Uh, so I begin these uh, kind of by uh, stemming back the initial interest in music to the point where it transitioned from being something that you were kind of maybe watching on TV or just listening to the radio or whatever to being something that you actually want to do. Uh, Chris, we'll start with you. Talk us through like uh, how music kind of factored into your life and uh, you know where that where that point kind of came where you were just like this is what I want to do. I've always like sort of been like pretty into music through like my dad. Like yeah. Music sort of band, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like with Pinnies, like the other guys sort of started doing Pinnies, like maybe three or four of them. And then I know they're like my really good mates, and I just like sort of wanted to join in. <laughs> so yeah, just like started playing tambourine. Uh, yeah, so just, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. What about you, man? Uh, we were always into the band Jeremy, we were always into the music because of Sky Movies. Oh, sure, yeah. Movies, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we found out mainly about like Bowie and stuff like that. Probably like T Rex and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Nice. And then I don't know. I'm trying to think of when we started wanting to do it. You and Alice, uh, Alice uh, plays guitar, is not you? Yeah, yeah. They started doing stuff together. Yeah. Um, like Al played in the shining and it's pretty good yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. He didn't know what he's Luke didn't know what he's doing and <laughs> they made a song and then like um, I kinda of just like worm my way out. I didn't know what I was doing, I still don't. <laughs> like that. But yeah. did you did you kind of have like a, a moment where you were just like that's that's what I wanna do? Sort of. Music's always sort of been my favourite thing. Like I'm yeah. a, all I do is really listen to music. Been obsessed with it forever, so Oh, how, actually, yeah. there was a thing, man, Al made a song, I think I tried to do vocals on it, and it oh. sounded weird, like we recorded it just like through the microphones on like a them. desktop thing, mm. or something, yeah, maybe, I can't remember what we used, on like Garage Band, yeah, I think when no one was home, Jeremy was re-recorded vocals on it, <laughs> and then we came back and we listened to it and we were like, that's actually sick, so that's... Actually, That's all it took. That's all it took. Jimmy, what about you? Um, I've always been into tunes, but never really like I dabbled in playing, but never really did anything. And then the Bird Boys took me in. I just said, "Do you want to play percussion?" And then that kind of happened. And then I soundtracked a whole surf movie a few years ago. Right. And that's how I kind of got to know these guys more. And then they were, they just sent me, like, came came around my house with a couple of tracks. And I was like, holy shit, this is this is good tunes. So I ended up using a couple of songs. And then we um, we made the tunes as well for the movie. And um, I don't know, it was like after just cracking a tambourine a bit in the bird and then I got on the skins and 
had a, had a bit of a play and then I was like, oh, I like this. So you, so you never played either before you no. yeah, just went for yeah. it? Yeah. And then, I don't know, Kinney's was just an epic way to throw off 16, really. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. And then, still going. <laughs> yeah. Still here to tell the tale. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Tanya? Um, I've always played music. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, I did classical piano. Right, yeah. All that kind of stuff. But when I got into my teens, I was like obsessed with just like the heaviest music that I could find. Oh, really? Yeah. And like, I remember going to a show when I was like 12. I think it was like Children of Bodom or something. Oh, nice. Crazy. I was like in the mosh pit, like this little 12 year old. And I have these like massive dudes around me, like, how old are you, like 12? So, like, I, um, and I don't know, I just kind of like, the stuff I was listening to then was really influenced by my friend's older brothers and what they were Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but eventually I kind of found my own. And I picked up the guitar, but I never got really good at it. And then with Pinnies, I think the first thing I played for Pinnies maybe was drums. Right. Like it was one track and I like played, it was like really bad. Yeah, it was that devil. Yeah, it was like that devil song. Yeah, that was good. And then, and then eventually I picked up the bass and I'd never played bass before, but. Right. It just, it was pretty natural. Yeah, Todd's like pretty mute, probably the most musical person I think. She's got the the groove, like the rhythm or something. Yeah, yeah. nice. And it's crazy, like after, cause, like classical, going from classical to rock is real crazy. Yeah, With totally. Classical, it's like you play other people's music, and you have to do it exactly how they've yeah. written it no, no, yeah. to to the point where you know you phrase things and you know the volume and everything like that. The feel of it is all written out for you. Mm. And I was really bad. Like I'm really bad at playing things right yeah. and that's kind of what I like I was like shit rock music's sick because you can make a mistake and no one really cares <laughs> and like I didn't play music for a while after I finished school yeah just because I was still kind of getting over the trauma of like going through the classical system yeah sure and so I didn't play music yeah. for like two years right and then I kind of got back into it and I had to like relearn how to play without someone else telling me what to do. Right. It was real it was real crazy and it's pretty good. I've kind of fallen back in love with playing music now. Oh that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh good. It's a happy ending. <laughs> Alright. Uh, do you remember the first time uh, this might not necessarily be with the pinheads, but do you remember the first time that you played live? Like under any context, any circumstance. School. It was school in school. Concert, yeah. Guard. I played um, Link 182's Eminem's on drums. Oh, nice! And it was horrible. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty fast song for yeah. a high school kid. Though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you if you lose track, then you're so, fucked like, on that song. I kind of I kind of worked it out at at like in music class, having like never played the drums and then. Yeah, yeah right. Live experience. <laughs> Were you in bands in high school or anything like uh, that? Or? I did like music at high school and stuff, but like I never sort of took it very seriously. But like the other day, like I was moving house and uh, 
I like found a box of old photos from when I was a kid. And yeah. like I got an electric guitar when I was like maybe, like nine or ten. And like my friend across the road got drums that Christmas as well. Oh sick. And like me and him like did a like three song uh, gig on his deck. Like so like he, like I know we just invited people off the street and stuff. So like I've completely forgotten about it except for that photo and then yeah, it's kind of funny looking back on that. But that would have been their first experience. Do you, do you remember what you were playing at all? I was like just like three chords like over and over again and then like I broke a string and then uh, my neighbour who's like a guitar teacher like fully just came up and just like pulled the string out whilst I was like still trying to play those three chords just like, over over and over again. Oh, that's beautiful. And, and like when I play guitar now. At least now you're really good at them, right? Jazz, do you remember the first time you played live? Oh, this is pennies. Oh, really? So you've never done anything before that, not in high school or anything? Just like. Never had any interest in doing it either. Yeah, right. Never wanted to do music. Which is weird, because, like, out of all of them, like, you seem the most, like, invested in the live aspect of it. Like, you know, like, there's no stopping you once you're on the stage. It probably comes from seeing seeing bands that you're a bit underwhelmed with. Yeah, that's all that came from that. I don't know. I always get, like, maybe I was good at bad attention span, but I always get really bored watching most bands. Yeah, sure. So it's kind of like a... You're going to make your own fun. Opposite <laughs> of that. I don't know, like, kind of like a resistance to that No, no, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Do you, do you remember uh, playing live at all? Like, back in the day? The same. Just with the Phoenix first show of Record Store Day, whenever it was, like, two or three years ago. Yeah, right. I don't know, it was supposed to be the choir in primary school to do... Some songs like Hey Dude and stuff, but I got yeah, kicked right. out. Oh, <laughs> oh, actually, I did. I was to play drums at school, but I, another kid got the drums and I had to play xylophone. <laughs> so I think after that, I was like, fuck music. Fuck I'm never doing that again. <laughs> got burned by the xylophone. Yeah. Oh, that's a heartbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, what about you? Mine would have been when I was about four. I used to go to like a Yamaha music school and I was in like a lectone orchestra, like a keyboard orchestra, and we just had like one of those end of year showcase things where we all got up and there was like 10 organs on the stage and all the kids kept up and we all played like different parts of the song and it's like a big keyboard orchestra thing. Pretty horrible. I was so nervous. Yeah, right. I, I, yeah, I was really bad playing live. Like even like later on when I was doing like piano recitals for my teacher, I would like get so anxious and my hands would get so sweaty that I'd like my fingers would like slip off the keys and I'd like have to like stop and start again. Yeah, I, I have really bad anxiety. Oh gosh, I hardly blame you. Yeah, that's, that's a rough spot. <laughs> Especially at four. Fucking hell. It's <laughs> just rattling around the back of your head the whole time. Oh, so, um, so, apart from Jimmy, all of you, your first band is the Pinheads, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, right. So, yeah, how did how did I consider Penny's my first band? Was Shining Bird kind of like... Oh, I mean, I mean like in a timeline. 
yeah. timeline thing. Yeah, but also yeah. Kevin. Then, like yeah. you wouldn't have really been creatively involved in that before. Hey, now you get to like do your own thing, sort of. Come on. Right along about the bird, but yeah, don't really get to do like creative stuff with the bird because it is just like a sick outlet to do that. Right, yeah. yeah. I know that there's a, I know that there's a like a, a bloodline, like a literal family connection in the band as well. But like, uh, aside from that, how did you all kind of meet up originally? Was it just from going to the same sort of shows, or like friends of friends kind of associated with one another? Like, uh, oh really? <laughs> yeah, we pay, we pay him in like wetsuits and body parts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think Mum and Lord. Luke and I are brothers. And yeah. Then, Luke and I were like best friends with Zach and Alistair that plays guitar and text. Mm. And we're just like, that was like our crew. And then, yeah, I think we grew up from there. So yeah, I, ca- I kind of came in when I was making that movie, reaching out to like tunes. Right, yeah. yeah. So, how did that come about? Question. I think through Al, maybe. Oh sure, yeah. Yeah. Just the bird and whatnot, and then um, like I had a scout hall that one in Austin for like oh, yeah. on and off for like a couple of weeks and recorded mm. a bunch of stuff there. And, nice. And we recorded at the shed where like all the pennies recordings are done. And we recorded that Jesus song for the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of stemmed from there. Yeah, sick. What about you, Tony? How did you kind of attach into this ragtag bunch of misfits? I met Luke at art school. Oh, sure. So we were in the same year, and that's kind of how I met everyone else. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. And, like, at that point, you were still kind of bitter ex-muso still at that point. I tried to fill the void with art for a while. So, like, painting, like, yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. and then... And I fell out of love with that, and then Luke and everyone else were like doing this music thing, and I was like, hey, I can play music. Like, mm. <laughs> you try. So, I was kind of Yeah, perfect. So, the first show was Record Store Day, you said. This is 2014, 2015. Two years ago? Yeah, yeah, right. They are music So, what were those shows like initially, like, especially considering for a lot of you, like, you know, you hadn't either hadn't performed in a while or had never, like, performed in that kind of element at all? Like, uh, what were those initial runs of shows like? Look, that's how, like, the whole thing we do live started. Because we didn't know what to do, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, how do I, like, get people to not, like, stare at me too much? Or they can look at you in a different way, like, if you go a bit crazy or something, or if you dress up, it's like people take notice of you in a different way instead of just yeah. watching you play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't a thought out thing at all, like... We didn't, we didn't know what jazz was going to be like either. Yeah. <laughs> Next one is on the roof. Crazy shit. You're on the fucking roof, mate. Yeah. Do, do you have any recollection of this happening? Up, up, up in the rafters. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> but, yeah, we're just kind of like, what the fuck do we do? So, like, let's at least try and make it really entertaining, I think. Yeah, I think we, we talked about it, but it's just... We probably didn't think, think like, that. the music was worthy or something, so, like, yeah. we might as well go a bit crazy. We knew it would be shit, so we had to, like, <laughs> cover it up. Yeah, compensating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Tony, did, did you kind of find it liberating to, you know, like you said, like go get away from, you know, those very calculated and very, you know, detail-oriented performances, just, you know, just chugging away on the same note for two minutes? Well, it was hard to separate myself from that at first. Like, yeah. I remember the first show, I was so, so nervous that I wore a hat, sunglasses, like, I put the lipstick all over my face. And I like just stood facing the back. Yeah. And then when I did face the front, I kind of like edged behind the speaker. Like, right. It was so terrifying for me. It took a while, but like eventually I was like, no one cares if I make a mistake. Mm. Like, no one's like, no one's like staring at you and like waiting for you to fail. Like everyone just wants to have a good time. And, yeah. So yeah, a couple of shows in, I was like, all right, this isn't so bad. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Bad. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, talk, talk us through, like, uh, touring for the first time. Like, at uh, what point did that kind of come up for you guys? What was our first tour? Oh, yeah. yeah. tour. Yeah. 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 Is it October or September last year? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was like our first tour the night before that. We hadn't like played anywhere but like we were going to Sydney. Yeah. Um, but like we went down to Melbourne and I like, sort of didn't know what we were, like what we were doing. And mm. uh, we like sort of had met uh, like Jimmy from Dumb Punch. Oh yeah. He, he was playing in uh Power Power Kids or yeah, oh, Power Power Kids. Oh, he was playing and what? And, yeah. and like I know the show like it, was, it looked like it was going to be like a like a great stinker. <laughs> like I know those guys and girls like sort of just like uh, helped make us feel at home down there and like uh, helped make the show a bit better. Like it's an experience for us, I guess. Mm. Like, Got people there as well. Did we get? What else did we do on that tour? Is that when we played the rule? The oh, we played yeah, the thin box yeah, the we, driveway. Yeah, we made a uh, stage out of milk crates and flowers. Oh wow! At the side of our thin box surf shop in the rule. Yeah, we put our own gig on there. That's part of the tour. That was sick. Was that um, Deadlam? Yeah, was that part of that? Yeah. Yeah, Deadland was like the, the Halloween thing I remember. Oh yeah, we played um, the Northern as well. Yeah, the Northern. Yeah, it was good. Uh, Environment. We made an impression yeah, yeah, nice. after that one. Like, it was fun. Good. Yeah, sick. Sick. How do you feel like the the shows and the, like the, the live shows in particular have developed from that early onset stage? Like you said, like going from having you know no idea what to do to kind of asserting that identity and now having a thing where when people come and see you guys, they know they kind of expect the unexpected. You know that it will probably get a bit loose and a bit dangerous. And stuff I think like it's still even similar, but it's sick because sometimes people like come to shows wearing lipstick and stuff. Yeah, nice. Which is like heaps cool to see. So apart from people knowing what's going on, we still don't really know. It's all still working progress. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 but not very good. Play, play tighter, but is that even a good thing? I don't know. Like, is it? Oh, it could be. It's in the eye of the holder, mate. Yeah. Just <laughs> And then there's so many variables, like that North Gong show where the sound's just like horrible. And it's, yeah, that was a weird one. <laughs> it's hard to get like seven thirty on a Monday night. Yeah, I feel like nothing's kind of changed. For me, I was like, 
had no conscious thought when we played, and now I kind of do, which kind of sucks. Really? Yeah. But I need to oh. lose that. Yeah, I don't have that. Yeah. There's so many variables with like seven people. Oh, yeah. sure, yeah. Anything could go wrong. I remember that. I remember that gallery bus show where the I think the pickups just literally just fell out of the guitar. <laughs> yeah, the whole scratch like got ripped yeah. off. Yeah, like I'm just like, how is that even happening? And Al was at Sixers. He just got back from Japan with this like new guitar from the '60s. I think that was the first gig he played with it. Oh, he's <laughs> got ripped out. And it literally just fell apart yeah. in his hands. We've got names. Yeah, we've got names better at that like. That's a bad example, but getting out of each other's way and making sure stuff doesn't break or go wrong. Yeah. It used to be worse, we're getting better, but. Do you reckon it's getting better? I don't think it is. Oh, well. Let's hope so. And the no breaks, no rehearsals. Whenever there's a pause, it's like. No, no, no! <laughs> keep going, keep going! But there's always breaks. There's always breaks. Especially I'm freaking yeah. So, yeah, like, moving into the new year, you got a bunch of shows coming up and this uh, new record as well. Like, uh, I don't know, do you, do you feel, like, away from the live shows, that you have a better idea of what you guys want out of this band now that now you have this lineup and you've kind of developed more of a sound and stuff like that? I'd say... Uh, answer it. I'd say, like, <laughs> songwriting-wise, we're getting closer to where we want to be. Yeah. Kind of. yeah. That's the show with the new record, especially. Like, yeah, the way PD's happened was, like, not going to lie, mm. I don't think we had enough time to learn to write songs. Right. Because, I don't know, people like the live show. We started off doing good live shows and we kept getting booked and booked. Mm. And we're playing good ones, but I don't know if the songs are any good. And it was before we really figured out what to do. So it's trying to be like trying to learn how to write songs as we're doing like tours and stuff. Like we had to go along with like good opportunities if we had them. But I feel like we're finally coming into our own zone with writing songs now. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I, I look forward to, to whatever the future has to offer. Yeah. It's going it's to be pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fucking yeah. it. Yeah. All right, so uh, we'll wrap it up here, but before we do that, I ask this of all of my guests, and now, Pinheads, it is your turn. I want to know about the best and worst shows that you have ever played. Let's go all around. Yeah, let's go. Oh, really? All right, well, we'll start on this side and then work our way back the worst. We're going, we'll go counterclockwise. I didn't start with you. Last show. Yes. Another worst. You know. Are you worst. gonna say the Deadlands? Yeah. yeah that one <laughs> That's was, the worst show we've played. That was really crazy. We kind of tracked it up to Brisbane to play this Halloween festival with the Deadlands. Right. Um, and nothing against Deadlands. It's a great. It's a great thing. It's a great. Deadlands. This is the first time we ever went up that way. Yeah. It was the first time we went up that way. Right. We were super excited that we got there early. We dressed up. We got our like Halloween makeup on and. Um, we. Uh, got up on stage, I think the first time was a bit late and the changeover times were really quick and we got up there as quick as we could and you know, the sound guy was like, you know, alright, you don't have much time left, so I let's go and we started playing um, and then, what really, I don't really know what so, happened. So we then. basically got through like a third, of, third into the set and he's like, alright, we've got to wrap it in five, 
And then, and then it was just this like battle of like us just being like, nah, fuck it, we're still playing. We better yeah, like we set. just drove like 14 hours. Like we're yeah. finishing the set. Oh, you know. And then it was him. <laughs> we're finishing the song like, at least. Get us off the stage. So you know he's rumbling through his book of tactics. Like okay, let's turn the mic off. Let's turn everything up really loud. Um, you know, let's get the seconds. You know, let's get someone to go on stage and turn off all the amps one by one. Um, and then yeah, it was it was a bit hostile. Oh I, shit! I yeah. Didn't, I it almost like got on the verge of having a fight or something. Yeah. I think it might, it might just be me having a problem with security guards, but I found them to be so hostile. And Jez, Jez went up to the sound guy and like asked, like, why did you turn my mic off? And then the dude pushed him. And then pushed Jez and then Jez said some pretty hilarious stuff. I think it was just because we were all looking forward to it so much. Yeah, yeah. And we were so excited to play this show. Because like, a lot of our... We love Halloween and we love everything like spooky. We love horror movies and everything. So this was like so our thing. And then just to be kind of shut down halfway through and like, told to get out and not come back. I reckon just yeah, first just off, just, yeah, just no, more getting treated like a nuisance rather than an artist. Yeah, yeah, just oh, that's, like, yeah. Just just because we're a bit wild, like you know. And there was like toilet paper on the side of the stage, which was like obviously there to kind of like get the crowd going, you know, TP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they were like, "Why would you do that?" Toilet paper there, like that is 100% an invitation to like Halloween yeah, tradition. Yeah, makes sense, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, yeah. best show. Best show. Best show. Best one. Yeah, alright. So so that's across the board, the worst show you played. That not going on with the worst one. Oh, for real? Yeah? Nah, not ever. It's pretty bad, but in recent memory. <laughs> yeah, Seki's weren't happy with you with that one. No, it's just like, what the fuck is that idiot doing up there? <laughs> Another crazy show I can think is when the used to be around. Yes! Alright, then. I Sydney and like, I can't remember, were we sporting like palms maybe? And Al was like so sick oh, yeah. on the way up, he was like a zombie, like I saw his colour was changing. Oh, was like, awesome. we, we all got that sick. Yeah. Like, I didn't even play that yeah. show. Yeah. And everyone got sick. And then we, the- we got there and Al was like, I might be able to do it. And we're like, oh shit. Oh, and then we got up on stage and he had to like lie down off the side of the stage with his guitar like resting on his belly. Plugged oh. in like lying there literally lying down the whole fucking stuff I think everyone was like pretty like because I don't think many people got there by that time I think we are opening on something so there was like 15 to 20 people there Whoa. and it was just like it wasn't like bad it was kind of yeah. sick but yeah. that's not what <laughs> I thought Jazz 8 class? I think it was is that when you did a little vomit too? <laughs> yeah we played a few times the land down there all like crazy, but real good. Yeah, what's the best? Are you gonna confirm or deny eating glass? Yeah, I did that. <laughs> Jesus. What was that for that one? <laughs> was that the lens out at some point, though? Fucking hell. Um, what's the best one, though? Yeah, alright, let's, let's bring it home. Let's, let's, let's give it a positive note. Do we have a best one? They're all pretty bad. I don't think I've got one. My favourite was like, that like, clearly, but that's because like, I like that. Yeah, that was fun. And like solid effort plays well. Yeah, super yeah, good. that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, they're good men. Like the Wollongong taking over Sydney. Yeah, 
table. Uh, I'm just thinking of more worse shows. <laughs> we played so many. We played for the first time <laughs> actually it was at Coffs Harbour and like oh, it wasn't bad for us. Oh, that was we to yeah. play. They almost got in the fight with the security guards and stuff. Yeah. And security guards are like playing. You guys think we're being here anymore? <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta say one. I don't know what the exact best one was, but the whole tour with hockey down and skates. Yeah, 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 was the was the the yeah. Every show is the best. Oh, yeah. I kind of thought that it's how it's, you don't really appreciate it till later. Yeah. Uh, and even the two we did with Wash and Skeggs. Yeah. Also both those. May as well give up. Let's give up now. Yeah. <laughs> we started at the top. And now we're here. <laughs> the new single is called Wildfire and uh, it will be being toured throughout January with uh, the gentleman of Drunk Moms. Pinheads, thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you. I'm David Jinchung and all my friends are in Barbara. This has been a David James Young Writes production. For more information, visit davidjamesyoung.com.